Welcome to Be Great Today with Coach B, talking with people from all walks of life who have the extraordinary will to succeed so you can learn how to live a successful life. And now, here's your host, Coach Josh Batchelor. All right, guys, so welcome into part two of the Trey Gullick episode. Uh, Trey will continue to talk to us about his journey throughout the Army, how he joined the Golden Knights, his uh, ups and downs throughout that time, and then what led him to where he's at right now, where he's serving, and what he's doing. Thanks so much for tuning in again. Hopefully you'll enjoy the rest of this episode. So without further ado, Trey Gullick. Yeah, and that's awesome, man. I like how you uh, how you kind of kind of bridge the gap for me as far as like being being in the army, and then also you know for us playing sports and that kind of thing, and how how that all uh, kind of ties together as far as training. And because, like you said, you know you can't just you can't just stop because things didn't go well or you you messed up the exit of the aircraft. Like you still have to perform, and and it's the same way for us. So that's just that's all good stuff. So kind of getting on the Golden Knights, you know, you, you went from jumping out of planes kind of, I guess, as a necessity and being behind enemy lines and that kind of thing to taking it to more like a showmanship and to being with the, with the Golden Knights. How did you get into that? You know, what, what kind of turned you on to them? And then obviously you have to be good at what you do to be a part of that. So just talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, so I did uh, an indefinite reenlistment in 2012. So what that means is um, once you're over 10 years in the Army, um, you like your next enlistment is uh, you go indefinite. So it's just like um, uh, it's like it's kind of like the Army needs you. You need the Army. So like you're not enlisting for like two years, four years, six years. And um, when I did that, uh, I had a buddy that was on the parachute team, uh, Ty Statler. And I was like, hey, man, like you think I could do a um, uh, like uh, like a jump with you guys, like a tandem jump? You know, a tandem is like when you're attached to another person. And uh, I was like, yeah, he's like, heck, yeah, you definitely can do that. So uh, so I go to their um, so they have a drop zone out in Laurenburg. And uh, I go out there and I see the building and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like this is amazing. Like it's very professional. And I was like, everybody, you know, was like, I'm like, these people are in the army? Cause like, they're just wearing like, you know, like, you know, a black golden knight shirt and like black pants and people were running in with parachutes and people were landing and tandems. And I was like, I was like, what, this is, amazing and um uh so we go up and like we do like this little interview thing and we do the tandem they got the whole like um the tandem team has a whole spiel that they do and uh i was like this is amazing like this is your job in the army and i was like i've got to do this like i have to do this um but but i had a goal that i had previously set when i was younger of to become a sergeant first class, uh, which is an E7, uh, because the job that I was in as a 13, at that time I was a 13 Delta, um, the field artillery computer system specialist. Um, people just were not making E7, like they weren't making sergeant first class. So I met a, a set of goal that I was like, I want to make sergeant first class and I want to wear it. So. 
Um, for, you know, I don't want to talk too much Army, but like when you go from staff sergeant to sergeant first class, it's no longer a board in person. Uh, you submit a bunch of paperwork uh, and the Army selects you. So like a bunch of sergeant majors and first sergeants, uh, they select who they want to be um, as a sergeant first class. And um, so I wanted, and when I say I wanted to wear it, cause like, you know, I didn't want to just be promotable. Like I wanted to wear the rank of a sergeant first class. Um, so I, uh, I had made it, I made sergeant first class on my second look. Um, and then I, I got orders to go down to Fort Polk, Louisiana. And uh, that place is very interesting. Uh, Louisiana, uh, that that state is uh, is just uh, is, is totally different from uh, South Carolina. <laughs> totally different. Right. Um, and uh, I mean, people are like wrestling like alligators for fun down there. And I was like, oh, this is uh, that's kind of that's not that's not my speed. Yeah. Uh, and they eat crawfish with everything. Like everything is is just, just crawfish everything. Every meal. And, uh, yeah. I mean, now 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 when I tried it, I mean, man, like I I love some crawfish. And 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 I met some I met some amazing people down there. Uh, like um, um, uh, so my baseball coach. Uh, so I I I started coaching down there, uh, with uh, Burley Nolan. I give a shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Great man. Great. Great guy, man. He's, he's just such a such an amazing guy. He's he's, he's just a great guy. Uh, he's got amazing boys, uh, an amazing wife, uh, and it's just uh, so. Uh, I coached with him for a few years, um, and it was and it was great. Um, and we uh, so we I actually coached like um, like a rec league team down there, uh, and then we went into travel ball, and whew, that was uh, <laughs> that's that's a uh, it's a different uh, world. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a different beast. Yeah, yeah. that's and, and that's a whole a whole different conversation. Um, but so um, so I got back on orders to come back up to brag, and uh, I I had so I had already made E seven. I was wearing it, so I was like, all right. So I have set that goal, and I was like, hey, I am I am going to the parachute team. Like I I, I am I, that's where I'm going. Uh, so I get back up to brag. Um, and I'm in like a normal unit. I was in a loyalty, uh, which is third and three nineteenth, um, in the 82nd. And, uh, I had, by that time I had a few more buddies on the parachute team and they were like, Hey man, like you need to come here now. And I'm like, well, how do I, how do I get there? And he's like, well, you can try out. He's like, but tryouts are a little bit later on in the year. He said, but you can come on as our ground guy. Um, for like a year and then you can try out. So I said, heck yeah, that's what I want to do. So I, um, so I had, I said, I submitted some paperwork. Uh, I did a couple of interviews and they were like, yeah, like we will, we will take you on as our, as our ground guy. And I was like, yes, I have arrived. And like, but you need to get a letter of release, uh, from your current unit. And that was a tough part. And uh, I was like, well, I guess I can, um, you know, uh, I guess I'll see how this goes. Um, so I talked to my commander, which was, uh, Jeffrey Munn. And he was like, Hey man, like I, like we had a, we had a, we had a long conversation. I was like, I just want to pursue this dream. He's like, uh, I made E7, like, uh, as a sergeant first class, like that's what I wanted to do. And now my next goal is to get to the parachute team. Like, like that's like, that's where I want to be. And he's like, all right. He's like, well, I give you a letter of release. 
if you uh you know if you do these you know couple things for me and uh, so you know it was it was like uh maybe like four more months i had to do some army things you know rewrite some you know sops and certify some gun sections and you know fdc and stuff like that so uh so i did that it took a couple months and i got everything done for me he's like all right well you held up your end of the bargain so here's your letter of release and uh, i was able to go to the parachute team so I was a ground guy um, for a year, uh, and a ground guy is you talk to the aircraft, um, you get everything prepared on the ground for when the people, you know, when the, the parachutes land. So I did that for a year, um, and then I uh, uh, I went to tryouts the uh, the next year, which was, man, that that is the most difficult thing I've done in my whole entire life. Uh, you're you are jumping, you know, ten to fifteen. 20 times a day, uh, you're narrating, um, you're doing just lots of um, you know, like physically demanding things every single day from zero four in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. And that is every day. Um, uh, you have, so Sunday is your rest day, but when you're resting, you're, uh, <laughs> you're doing a bunch of chores. Uh, so it's not really like your rest day. Right. Um, so you, it, it, and it's, it is the most difficult thing I have done in my whole entire life. Uh, and then, you know, you're jumping so many times a day and you're packing so fast, like you have to, you have to be really good and efficient with your packing because if you don't pack fast enough, then you can't make a load. And if you can't make a load, then you can't jump. And then the cadre will say, well, if you miss loads, then you can't jump. And if you can't jump, you can't be assessed. And if you can't be assessed, you can't be selected. So they're like, if you miss a bunch of loads, then we can't, you know, find out if you're good enough to be on a team or not. So you got to pack fast. And it's, and it was, it was very hard for me because you're like, I'm packing this parachute in, you know, in six to seven minutes. And this is what's like holding me like, in the air like this like this is holding like if it Literally doesn't work then, then yeah exactly yeah. if it doesn't work then you hit the ground at a high rate of speed right. And, right. and you're and you're not going to survive yeah. um but they're like well you got a reserve and i'm just like wait what <laughs> so that's what we're going just, with uh, we're going we're yeah going with reserve. yeah so i oh, was like no, that's you. just yeah, so I just couldn't wrap my head around it, and I and, and I just couldn't pack fast enough. So um, unfortunately, um, I didn't make it my first year, but I went back again. Um, so they so they uh, so I was a ground guy again for another year, um, and you know they they were able to let me try out again, and so and like just like you know we've talked about it before, you know like it, it, you know bad things happen like. You know, crappy things happen to good people, but it's like what you do in that moment. And that's what I've been taught, you know, from coaches and my parents, you know, and it's like, you know, what you do, you know, when a bad thing happens is like that shows like what you're made of, like that, that shows the person who you're going to be, you know, it's, you don't just fold up and you're like, oh, poor, poor me, like life is bad, like you, you 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 rise up from it you know and just like you were saying josh like you know like you like like you rise up from your from your situation you don't you don't let that situation you know like 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 just 
define make the you. person that you're going to be. Yeah. Like you right. don't, you don't let that define you, you know, like you don't, you don't sit there and let, well, you know, I tried. No, man. Like you keep, you keep getting after it. And, uh, so I, I went back the next year and I packed much faster, was able to make every load and, uh, I was able to be selected for the, for the team. And, um, and, and like, that's just like, when you get your jacket, man, like that is the, like the feeling is amazing. Cause every military school that you go to is Monday to Friday, you know, you just gotta just last, you know, it doesn't matter how hard it is, you know, how, how tough it is, you know, it's just like, if I can make it to Friday, you know, I'll be good to go. But with the parachute team, it is a assessment and selection. So you could be the best person there. You could be the best skydiver in the world and like and like not and 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 then not be selected because you don't fit well with the team you know like you got to be a teammate and um so the the assessment lasts from short as as short as six weeks to as long as 10 weeks so you don't you don't know you just you just keep going every day you just keep getting up at four o'clock every day jumping narrating doing all this dumb stuff now i call it dumb stuff but everything once you get to the team and once you make the team, like everything that was done, like serves a purpose, like everything served a very specific purpose. Yeah. And you don't see it until you until you do a show and you're like, now I see why we did like a thousand squats a day, because when you're landing on concrete all weekend long and you're landing, you know, like on this air show on concrete, you have to have strong legs mm-hmm. like you have to be very resilient, you know. In order to like, you know, stomp out that landing, you know, and stand up and, and like and like be able to do another jump later on that day with the same wind conditions, you know, so you got to be very resilient, very strong. So you're like, oh, OK, now I see why we did those lunges, you know, around, you know, <laughs> yeah, around like the whole base and like why we did those things. Um, but in a moment, it sucks. You know, it's terrible. Um, but. When you when you get there and you're able to do those things and you're confident in your equipment and you're confident in your abilities, you're just like, man, like I can do this. And um, and like they and like they really break you down like they I mean, they like they like break you down to like the lowest level and then they bring you back up, you know, like as like a competition, you know, parachutist, you know, because like that's what they want. Like, you know, like they want you to be able to because as you were saying, like you are you're you are demonstrating in front of the American public and you're trying to bring more people into the army and you're showing them of like, we are the army. Like we are strong. Like we are very resilient. We can do these things, you know, like, and to be from so many walks of life and you can do these things. And like I said before, like you can do these tough things, you can do these hard things. And that being like, you know, the most difficult thing I've done, you know, in my life, uh, it, but it was so rewarding because I've able, I was able to travel, you know, to Japan and UK, London, France. Um, and, and, uh, and I was able to jump for the president, like no matter how you feel about, you know, the former president, uh, Donald Trump, like being able to do, do that jump into the white house, it, 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 that, that was unreal. I, I mean, South Carolina to the White House. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like that's just that's just unreal. Like, there's no like, I, nowhere in my wildest, biggest dreams 
But I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna jump for the president, and it's and it was just like a regular jump, just like a regular day, and uh, <laughs> but it was it was amazing, and uh, and and like to be able to land, you know, at the White House, you know, and the president, you know, talks about how how great the parachute team is, and like and because like this is during COVID, you know, this is this was this was uh, July, you know, like right at like the height of COVID, so like the world wasn't doing anything, and like the world is watching. Literally. And, 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 and it's just like, you know, every teacher and every coach and every situation like built me for that moment to where the moment wasn't too big. You know, it wasn't like you wasn't overwhelmed by it. Like everything went well, like the dirt dive was perfect. The mm-hmm. exit was perfect. We got together. Everybody's flag was perfect. And the narrator was perfect. And everybody had a perfect landing. And it was just like, Wow, like that was amazing. Like, you know, from Blackberry, South Carolina, small kid, small town, jumping for the president, like that is just like it's just like when I tell that story, it's just amazing. Like yeah. it's just like and, and and you know, and like this is like the thing that I talked about when I came back and spoke. Um at, well this is before, uh, so when I came back and spoke at Blacksburg, um, and then I did like um like a little thing that Miss Hughes put together. Shout out to Miss Hughes, best mm-hmm. teacher ever. Man, she's amazing. Like I she's I love her to death. Um, she put together something, I think last year. Um, and I just kind of spoke to like the faculty and the staff uh, like um before the school year started. And it was amazing. Like just just able to tell my story. And it's just God man, it's it's just it's just unreal. It's just amazing. So so yeah, that's that's how I got to the team. Uh and I was there for like uh, like four and a half, almost five years. Uh, and then I came to Germany. Gotcha. And, you know, I didn't realize, I just found out, but that you didn't make it the first two times. And, you know, I think so many people, especially in baseball, so we have to cut kids. It's one of the hardest parts of my job. And people think, well, you're just saying that. But it really is because for a lot of the kids that I that we end up having to send home, it's the first time they've ever been told they're not good enough to do something. And that's a hard time in somebody's life when they say, hey, you didn't measure up. You know, like, this is what it takes to be here with us, and you don't possess those skills. And I think every time we tell kids, go home, go to work, come back, prove me wrong, you know, that's that's really what I look for because people take it personal, right? So they say, you know, coach said, coach said I wasn't good enough. So, and, he, and then they start the comparison but he thinks he's good enough or he thinks he's better than me. And that's why, and and his dad's the coach and his dad works, you know, at the school and that's why he made it. And I didn't, and they start playing the the blame game. But I think in what you were talking about, you didn't make it, but you, you chose to go back to work. And, you know, I tell our guys all the time, you're not, you're not done when you fail. You're done when you quit. And so long as you're still fighting and you still got a shot, and, you know, I, it doesn't matter if you get cut as a seventh grader, an eighth grader, a ninth grader, if you continue to work and get better and improve. Now, if you come back and you're the same person, you know, so like you, you, you win a whole year as a ground guy, you got cut, you go a whole nother year as a ground guy, and then you try again. You know, you spent two years chasing this, chasing this team, and you could have walked because you was like, man, I spent a whole year doing all this work and now this is, you know, y'all don't even keep me or you don't even put me on the team. So I think, you know, just that in and of itself, and there's so many aspects of life where that's the case, where you're up for a promotion and you try 
to get this job and it doesn't work out. And, you know, you, you can be sour and you can sit and sulk or you can work while you wait. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I took away from all that that you said, you know, and, and one of the many reasons why I wanted you on, it was the fact that, you know, you, you haven't settled, you know, and I was having a conversation the other day and somebody was like, well, you know, you're, you're just never, you're never satisfied or you, like you're, you're always wanting more and you're never happy. And I think for me, I'm never complacent. I, I'm never, I'm never to a point where I'm like, this is good enough. Cause I always think there can be better. And so, but the happiness for me, the happy part comes in when I'm chasing like the grind, the getting after it, the daily fight that, that to me is the, the happy part. That's when I'm in my happy place. When I am sweating, when I am grinding, when I am chasing that dream. So then when I catch it, it's on to the next, you know, what's next. And Sometimes I guess that can be a bad thing, a character flaw that I don't live in the moment long enough. You know, I don't I don't ever stop and take it all in. And so there are certain times where in my life I've kind of looked back and thought, man, that was a great time in my life. But like I never stopped and relished in the moment. I, I have to look back and see how good that was. And so for you to be a guy who, you know, they told you point blank, yeah, you didn't make it. And for you to get up out of that, and say, so, you know what, I'm going to dust myself off literally and go again. And you come back better. I think that's the key. You didn't just come back. You came back better because you were able to pack your shoot better. You were able to do it faster. You were able to get more jumps in. You were able to get evaluated more. And by and large, that's why you were back on, you, you know, you made the team. So I think that's just, that's huge stuff that people can take away and 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 to put, to put into everyday practice. So, you know, you're in Germany now. You're out of the Knights. And what do you... What do you? What would you say your end game is? Where do you want to be? Because obviously you set your sights on everything, and you've just went and done it. So you wanted to be, you know, you wanted to be in the military. Bam, you go and do it. You, you know, you want to be E two going in. So you you make sure that happens. You know, then you then you want to be a a first sergeant. So you you wear it, and then now you want to be on the Golden Knights, and you make it happen. What do you see yourself doing, and say? 10, 15 years and, and where do you want to be? And cause, cause I know you're going to get there. So I just, you know, I just would want everybody to hear. Well, uh, that, well, that's a, uh, that's a, uh, that's a good question. Um, so I, I think, I think I'm going to find it. Uh, so I can, I can retire now. Uh, I can, I can be done with the military. Uh, now I'm going to do it for a couple more years uh, while I'm here in Germany. Um, but I think, so what I'm doing right now is just in this podcast, every day I'm able to talk to my kids like every single day about, and like everybody always says, like if whoever listens to this podcast and if you know anything about the military, like first sergeant's always right. Like and first sergeant knows everything because we've seen almost everything. Like right. <laughs> we've like, I mean, I've been doing this since I was 17. Like mm -hmm. I, I have seen a lot, like I have done a lot, like I have, I have been deployed, you know, three times. So to take it back a little bit. Um, so I went to Iraq uh, from five to six. Then I went to Afghanistan from nine to 10. Then I went to Afghanistan again uh, from like early 12 to like late 12. So that's like two, two years and eight months that I was spent in like, um, 
uh, and like a combat environment. And, um, and like that, that, that types of thing, it, it, it changes the person that you are. Uh, it kind of molds you into something, something different, you know, but I am very fortunate. I am very lucky because I was able to go three times and come back with all my fingers and toes, all my limbs and, and my sanity, uh, because there's lots of, you know, uh, and I mean, this is like a very touchy subject for some people, but like PTSD is a thing, right. you know, and when you, and when you're, when you're in those moments to where you have to like fight, you know, and take a life, you know, it, it is, it, it is, it's, it's totally different. You on the, on the other side of it, um, it, you're, you are a different person. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and this is what I was telling you, Josh, about earlier about how like, like this, this conversation can get deep because when, when you're in those moments, uh, and like I said, man, I am, I am the happiest person that, that you will ever see. I, I was always a happy person in high school, always a happy person, uh, in the military. And like, you know, I can, I can, I can show you guys like my command photo. Like I'm, I'm like big cheesing, like pearly white teeth, straight teeth. I have braces on my on my grill for, for like two years, I'm like, you're going to see these teeth every single day. Uh, because the kids are like, well, first of all, I'm like, you're always smiling. Like, I'm like, come on. I'm like, I'm like, why would I not smile? Like, this is easy. Like, this is like, I am, I am over 20 years. Like, this is extra credit for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you're deployed, uh, you know, things happen. You, you have to do things. And um, for, for me to, in order to just like keep the smile, you just push that stuff down, you know, and, and maybe it could be a bad thing later on, later in life. Maybe it could be bad, mm-hmm. but, but, but for, but for, uh, but for now, um, pushing it down and being able to pull the joy out of it because you pull the joy of the relationships that you're, that you're, that you have with your people there, even with the people that, you know, that you didn't, that you couldn't bring home. Um, you, you remember like, like their lives, you remember the person that they were and you try to, you know, pull the positive out of it. Um, and I think, and and some people are not able to pull the positive out of it. And like, that's what I was saying, like on a parachute team, you know, being able to compartmentalize, you're, you're able to, I'm, I'm able to pull the positive from it. And just kind of push the negative down because like PTSD, you know, with, with people in the military and out of the military, because, you know, like the, 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 the post-traumatic stress syndrome, it's not just for military people. It's, it's anybody that's like, that's been a part of like, you know, a traumatic event, like, and, and that could be anybody, you know? Um, so people can spiral, because you know you're, you're you you have like those negative thoughts, and those negative thoughts can cause you to spiral. And I don't want to keep the negative thoughts at the surface. You know, like I I want to keep the happiness at the surface. You know, like keep the things, keep the positive things, um, and the positive things that that I've able to to have in my life, with with you know with my family and my kids and my wife. You know, like. You keep all the positive things, and like that's what really pushes you forward. And I, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in ten years, but I know that 
for the time being, I'm going to take the knowledge that I have and give it to everybody I'm able to talk to, you know, and that's why I was, you know, I was on cloud nine whenever you asked me, Josh, to be on this, this podcast, because I'm able to, to speak to, you know, to that much more people, to that many more people that you can influence in a good way, because there's so much negative in the world. Like there's so many negative people and negative things that are able to influence people that that can cause people to 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 do negative, that can cause people to 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 feel a certain type of way. And if and if and if I got to walk around smiling and teasing all day and, and just telling people my positive story, I will do that day in and day out. Because when when that person comes in to my office and they say, hey, first one, like, I got this going on. Like, can you can you help me out? And I'm like, I, I, it's, 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 it's very difficult because a bad thing for me is I'm, I'm terrible with sympathy and empathy and I'm very bad with emotions. Like, I, I don't show my emotions well. Um, I just... I just I, I, I show people what I want them to see. And that's and that's also is probably going to be a bad thing later on in life. But for right now, um, I, I'm able to show people what I want them to see. So immediately I have to be the perfect person for that person. And it's and it's difficult. And sometimes because I'm I am like I, I've 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 had a great childhood I've had a great, I've had great parents, great coaches, great people in my life that's been able to influence me in like very positive ways. And I think I've been able to come out as a very positive person. But with some people, they haven't had that. And I can't just smile in their face. You know, I can't just be like, oh, it's going to be okay. You know, smile. Like you have to, you have to like, be able to, you know, and like I said, you know, I'm not good with sympathy and empathy. So like you have to sympathize for, with, with, with that person in that moment very quickly in, in, in order to like get this person into the right headspace to where they can make the right decision. Because if you don't get them there, you can send that person to a spiral yeah. and you can and you can not help them to, to come out of it. You can only push them down. And it, it, it helps me to be able to like, you know, help that person in that moment to whatever it is, you know, and it, and it could be as, as small as like, Hey, I can't hook up these monitors and I need some help. And I'm like, Oh, that's easy. But then it's, 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 it comes to a situation to where, Hey, like my mom just died and we're just waiting on a red cross message and, you know, I'm going to be going home. Like, like, how do I cope with that? And, and it's so, so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off brother, but, but I, so I, I, I can't, I can't put my finger on it, um, on where I want to be in 10 years, but I know for, from now until 10 years, I'm going to continue to, to just try to be positive, you know, and this, and, and just, uh, and, and just, uh, put a positive spin onto everything that I do and just try to influence as many people as I possibly can because I've done a lot, I've seen a lot, I've been to a lot of places 
And when people were like, oh, well, you don't know you haven't been there. I've, I've been there, man. Like, I've been there. I, I have I have I have seen that like I was in the same space where you were, you know, and 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 you got to just just claw your way out of it, you know, because, you know, life is is and, and not everybody agrees with this, but it's like life is, is is as difficult as you make it because you always have a choice and you can choose to like let that moment define you. You, you can you can choose to just spiral down. Or you can choose to compartmentalize, pull the positive out of it, you know, and then and then let the positive parts define you. Like, like don't just spiral down and then say, poor, poor me. This is a bad situation. Like you can you can make it to wherever it is that you want to make it into. And you can you can choose to, like, you know, be the better person. You can choose to like, no, this is not going to define me. I'm going to go back. I'm gonna be better, 100%, man. and you're like, and and then and, and then you come out on like the other side, you know, so the person that you want to be. To kind of like pick and choose from, and I don't want to, I don't want to shortchange any of it, but trying to be respectful, and you know, if you want to find something negative in our world, it's not hard to find people who will help you be negative. It's not hard to find people who will be negative with you who will sit and complain and stand, you know, stand on the sideline and cross their arms. But when you talk about trying to be a positive person, positive people are always looking for a solution. Like we're fixers. We always want to, you know, how can we fix this situation? And the number one thing that positive people do, and I, and I say positive, great people do, is they focus on the part that they can control, and then they do that as well as they possibly can. So when you're talking about losing a battle, you realize you haven't lost the war. You just lost a battle, so you dust yourself off and you go again. When you talk about being in war, you're always trying. You, you better be focusing on what you can control and not worry about, you know, well, my, you know, my friend, my friend over here, what's he doing? You know, what is his thought process? Like we're in the heat of battle, we got to make decisions based off what the information we've been given, and control the controllables. And it's the same way, like, you know, coaching football, I always loved it. I got to be an offensive coordinator for two years, and it was the best two years that I got to coach football because you get to call the plays, and you get to decide what we do, and you're always controlling the controllable. We can't control what the other team's doing defensively. You know, they're going to run their stuff. We have to be able to run our stuff well enough to execute against what they're doing. We can't control officials. We can't control the weather. We can't control how loud the environment is. And if we focus on those things, then we're setting ourselves up to fail. So, you know, I, I use those analogies, but I think that's that's a big part of successful, positive, uplifting people. And not only that, when you are a successful, positive person, I think those things kind of go hand in hand and people gravitate toward that. And then, you know, one of the first things you have to do in in team every year i have to get guys on board with the dream and the vision every year it's the same fight because they come from different backgrounds and different different thought processes and different travel ball teams and now they're all together in the same dugout and we have to focus on what we can control and not worry about the exterior and the external forces and we don't allow external forces to control our inter internal mood or our behavior you know, like we, we focus on us and I've, I've said it before, attitude, effort, response. Those are the three things that we focus on. 
we give max effort. We have a, a great attitude and we work, uh, we work on our response, you know, not our reaction, our response. So, man, that's just huge, dude. And I, and I appreciate you so much for being on today. I know, um, you know, you, you got a bunch of people counting on you over there and, uh, and uh, we all counting on you back home. So, but it's, you know, it's, it's big, big time stuff. And from sitting on a, you know, from sitting on bus nine, heading out highway five to, to, uh, to, to Germany, Germany, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's crazy. The things that you've been able to accomplish and, you know, and yeah. you're just one of the many people who I always highlight when I talk to guys in, you know, on different buses and different pregames and different dugouts and different locker rooms, you know, you're, you're one of, you're one of the success stories that, that prove what I'm telling them is a hundred percent truth. And so I appreciate you being on. Hey man, again, like I said, I, 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 I appreciate you like even thinking of me. I mean, and I, hey man, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm just trying to do my thing, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to be great. I'm just trying to be better than the next guy, and just, uh, you know, I just, just like you were saying, man. I just, you know, I, just, I, I saw something that I want. I see something that I want, and I just try to get to it, you know. And, uh, and it's. And it's just your just your mindset. I mean, it's just just like you said. I mean, like I said, uh, it's just your mindset, you know. And like your 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 body is able to do it. You just got to get past, you know. You got to get through your mind. This is possible. I can do it. And just uh, I mean, and like you were saying, you know, you got to put in the effort, you know. And like once you put that effort in, and and you sweat a little bit, and you're like, man, like this is possible. And like, uh, and uh, I don't I don't I don't like. I'm not trying to end things or anything, or, or I, I don't want to end on like you know a super strong note, or I don't know how you're gonna close this out. But but it's like whenever um, when a person does something difficult, when a person does something that's like you know, like that, like I, I I don't think I can do this. Like I, I don't think that I can I can meet this gate. I don't think that I can get to that level. And once you do it, and and you and and you and you accomplish it, and you're like man, like it's just. It just opens up so many more doors, you know. It's just like you're like this. It is possible, like I, I like because and and uh, and and I don't want to I don't want to carry it on. And maybe you can you can splice this up and put it you know in somewhere else. But 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 it's just like uh, whenever I wanted to go to the parachute team, there was many of people that said you can't you can't do that. Like 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 you're not a skydiver. Like you you don't you don't you don't jump out of place like that. Like that's not. That's not, that's not you. Me. Like, that's not, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't do that. And I was like, huh, hmm, okay. All right then. Okay then. And yeah, exactly. And then, and as soon as I made it, as soon as I made right. it, like I went, cause it was a sergeant major, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to say his name or anything out. Cause I don't know who's listening. So I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy, but he was like, you, he's like, you are not a skydiver. He's like, you are a artilleryman. Like you're not a skydiver. You will, mm-hmm. you will, you will not get promoted. And you are not make the parachute team. So I was like, oh, interesting, you know, and mm-hmm. I got promoted, you know, uh, I made E8, you know, like I, I, I am a master sergeant or a first sergeant, you know, and and it, I made the parachute team. So I'm just like, hmm. But 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 then, like, you know, the kids just listening to this. I, I imagine if I would have, you know, let his words affect me, you know, like I, I, I still be in the same space. 
you know, I still be that sort of first class, you know, I would have never went to the parachute team. So, you know, like, like, don't let those things hold you back, you know, and then again, you know, like, once you accomplish those things, you do it, and you're just like, man, like, like, I thought that was physically, mentally, like, like, it was, it was physically impossible, and I did it, you know, it's like, when you're in a weight room, and you're pushing that weight, and you're like, I can't do that, and then, and then, uh, and like you work towards it and then you make it, you know, and it's just it's just great. Like it's it's a thing, you know. Um, and then, you know, I would I would uh, I would like to just end on like this this positive note that, that, that I like to tell my kids every day. It's a book that I um, that I grabbed. Uh, it's by James Clear and it's called <laughs> Atomic Habits. And and I'm not trying to plug anything like <laughs> believe me, there's nobody sponsoring me about about no books or anything. But I read this book and I and I read it like a couple times and I probably bought maybe ten copies because right. everybody that I'll tell it that I'll tell them about this book, I'm like, here, take my copy. And then I'll just buy another one. I'm like, here, take it, take it. Because it talks about it talks about just like changing small things. You know, and they can amount to huge things like just changing, you know, very small things that you can do in your daily, you know, like in just like your daily, you know, task of life, your daily things. You can apply this to sports, to school, to to anything that you're doing. You can just make these small changes. And, you know, if you can be like and he talks about if you can be one percent better every day, you know, like you can amount to these huge things, just like one percent better. You know, if you can just, you know, read a little bit more or run a little bit more or run a, run a little bit faster or whatever, you know, and you can just take those small habits and, and like it can amount to so many huge things. And like, you know, I, those are the things that um, that like I tell my kids, you know, that, 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 I, that I lead every single day. And all you got to do is, you know, try to do a little bit better every day, just a little bit better. And, you know, if you do a little bit better for a week, you know, like the outcome is just amazing. And imagine if you do a little bit better for a month, a little bit better for a year, you know, and it's and it, I'm not asking you to, like, do 100 push-ups mm-hmm. a day. I'm asking you just to, you know, just to do one push-up a day, you know, just do one. And then the, and then the next week, let's, let's bring it up to two. Let's do two push-ups a day. And then you're slowly getting better. You're slowly getting bigger, faster, stronger. And then, you know, when when you get cut from the baseball team, you know, that next year, that that next tryout, you know, you do those small things. You know, you don't just sit there and sulk it. You just you don't sit there and just like, oh, poor, poor me. You do those small things. You know, you you throw that extra pitch or mm-hmm. you you hit that you, you you hit that extra batting practice or like, you know, you take a couple extra grounders and then you're that much better. And the next year you make and then like uh, you make the team and then the people that you're practicing with, maybe they didn't make the team, but but you're practicing, practicing with those guys and you all get better. Now you all made the team. And then like you all got better. You all made the team. You make the team better. You make the you make the sport better. You make your town yeah, better. And I can't all from just I can't think of a better way things. to kind of bring it to and a close. And that, like, sometimes uh, I like, think, that's, I think that's all it takes. You know, you're talking about one percent better. You know, be great today along the same lines. You know, <laughs> Steve Kelly wrote a book called Daily Decisions Determine Your Destiny. And, I mean, that's it. That's it in a nutshell. You know, you every day you get up, you make choices, and then your choices make you. And, um, you know, I, I think that's just huge. We'll definitely 
definitely plug James Clear um, and that Atomic Habits. We'll put that in the show notes as well as those quotes that you're going to send me. Um, man, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate being on with us. I'm so thankful we got a, a chance to kind of catch up. Um, you know, I try to keep things around an hour. We're coming up on two, and so we'll probably split these, and I'll do some editing and get them, get them, uh, get them, get them chopped up, and you know where, where they make sense, and we're not just leaving people on a cliffhanger. But definitely want to get the whole story out there because I think it's something that you know you've done so much and and been a part of so much is definitely something we want to, we want everybody to hear about. So appreciate your, uh, your time and, and, uh, you know, the effort you put into being here. I know we we're literally, it's, it's, uh, getting on what nine o'clock there where you're at. I'm three, I'm three thirteen in the afternoon over here. So, you know, it's easy for me and he's, he's getting ready to hit the bit, hit the hay. So yeah, I, I yeah, appreciate yeah. the, uh, <laughs> I appreciate the time, brother. I appreciate you being on with us. And I hope that today and every day we can be great today. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Be Great Today with Coach B. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, keep up with Coach B on Twitter at Podcast Be Great and on Instagram at Be Great underscore podcast. Until next time, be great today.